A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, this is episode number 12 of Ultimate Couch Fans. Thank you very much for downloading. I'm Christian O'Connell. With me in my shed. Chalet. Yeah, it's not a chalet. We're not a chalet. <laughs> what is it then? It's an upgraded shed. It's, a, it's fine. It's in the shed, me, Brian Lacey. At the bottom of my garden. Happy to be here with a dead pigeon outside the window that I'm staring at. Yeah, I've got a German back. shepherd dog that's um, <laughs> had an incident out there. Well, this is quite nice, isn't it? To sort of look out at oh. my garden. A shredded, right by my kid's trampoline, You've got, there's a shredded pigeon. Yeah, but, but and also the tennis courts and the swimming pool. There's a... Uh, well, that, that, a that just on the left is the West Wing. Then you've got the ski, library. The ski slope is beautiful. Yes, by the way how do you get snow right. down in Surrey well, this time I'll tell you about it later um, <laughs> so so much to talk about uh, we've got some of your questions uh, then we'll talk about UFC Pittsburgh uh, then we've got Heroes and Villains of the Week we're almost spoiled for stuff oh, to talk this about weekend this weekend was crazy Good, my there friend was, there was too much fights too many fights stop the violence stop um, it and then we've got to talk about Triple G and Canelo yeah uh, and then look ahead to this weekend as well uh, so first of all your questions let me get into that one next. Uh, this is this is a great one from uh, Shay. Uh, if you want to email your questions, but anything you want to say, it's uh, oc at ultimatecouchfans.com. Christian, I watched Rockhold post-fight interview, and that guy is, pardon my language, a real sulky Susan. <laughs> Folded arms like a petulant child and almost cried. I fear that if he, you did move in with him, uh, one overdone egg for his breakfast could spell the end for you, my friend. Think on about your man love for Luke Rockhold. P.S. Mike Perry is a tool. Yes, yes, and yes. <laughs> yeah, agree all round. But anyone who, if you bring me an overcooked egg at breakfast, I'm going to get a bit you're narky. Angry too. I'm getting a bit narky. Um, yeah, I mean, we're getting to this in a couple of moments, actually. So I'm kind of keeping in what I want to say about okay. my Lukey uh, and also about the tallness of Platinum Mike Perry. Okay. All I'll say for now is he might be Platinum Mike Perry. He is also 24 carat arsehole. <laughs> so leave that there for now. <laughs> Now, last week, do you remember the guy, Rob, who hits up with a load of Would You Rather? Rob Would Edwards, you rather? yes. He's back yeah. with a fresh load. <laughs> oh, hello, Rob. Welcome back, Robbie boy. These are all great. Would you rather face Robbie Lawler or Chuck Iceman Liddell if you had a few million purse guaranteed? Also, you have to make their weight. A few salt pills might be needed for Robbie, eh? 
Ooh. Well, I don't know what he's saying there. I don't know. What, the the what radio must add, add pals to your voice or something. Yeah, Jesus, mate, come on. Uh, it'd be easy making wait for the Robbie one. <laughs> Does he mean salt pills for the Chuck one? He's got confused. <laughs> Who would you rather face at their way? Do you know what? It'd have to be Chuck the Dell. Oh, take out a quick, merciful knockout. Yeah, exactly. Rather than a five, five round, round beating with, horrible. Him, with blood to coming hell. out. Oh. And keeping you in hell. Yeah, yeah. And no escape from hell. No escape whatsoever. So, yeah, Chuck the Dell. Would you rather face off? So, just this, uh, this is just a stare down Diego Sanchez or Connor with Security Steve in attendance. Also, why isn't Security Steve in the octagon? He's bloody murdered most of the people in there. Agreed? Um, Connor, I don't think he's ever going to kick off. I, I, the only reason I'd face Connor is because I'd want to be at one of those weigh-ins. His weigh-ins are almost yeah. as good as the fights. Like, Can you imagine the next one he does? Oh. Um, so I do that rather than Diego because I actually would be flinching. Diego also looks like someone that doesn't brush his teeth Every day. I don't know what I'm saying. Do you know what I'm saying? Ever. Like, ever. ever. He's never. Ever. Maybe He's never not. Maybe not. No. Yeah. Uh, would you rather Luke Rockhold's body and probable charisma... Why has he put here probable... Probable charisma. Well, I, I think it's... a Yeah. He's yeah. not Mr. Charisma. He's, He's not, Mr. He? He's Mr. Good-looking. And his little shiner... I think there's a reference last week to us speculating. <laughs> I really hope... You know, sometimes you think, God, I hope my kids never find this. I really hope my kids <laughs> don't find last week's episode of this. If anything ever happened to me, can you delete that episode? Just, just burn we, we, it from the internet. We're glad that that bond I, between us. If they I shouldn't have to hear their da- dad speculating about a man's genitalia. Also, if we ever get into a divorce with either of our wives, then uh, if that comes to force as Exhibit A... This <laughs> what, his shiner... <laughs> Or his dick no, with abs. Dick. I don't want to start going back down the pants of Luke Rockhold. Would you rather Luke Rockhold's body and probable charisma, that's a very polite way of putting it, it and his little shiner all look like Stefan Struve. It's him again. Oh, the Struves. And have a donkey dong. So he looked like Stefan Struve, but he got a massive got, donkey. Got... Where are we going with these questions? It's our fault. <laughs> or, or be at the charisma-free zone that is Luke Rockhold with his beautiful body. Oh, Dearie me, just give me Luke Rockhold's body, my shiny personality or makeup for the uh, the slog it's already had to. <laughs> yeah, okay. Would you rather go back to the lawless days of Pride where head stomps were legal or have a last man standing ruck uh, with the current crop of MMA stars? I wouldn't want to go back to Pride. Oh, just for one day, mate. Come on, come on. Let's just let's just go back for one fight. Now, are we watching Let's... it going back? Oh, geez. are they talking about us being in it? I don't oh, know God, no. obsessed with us being great bodily harm. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, going back to watch, going back to Pride. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they're allowed the head stamps and also all those all the drugs. Dr- all the all drugs the they drugs. want. All the drugs ever. All the drugs they want ever. I think um, it'd be a news story back in those days if you actually tested negative. They'd be, you'd be right. shunned. Clean fighter. Yeah, what's in that guy? Have you heard about this guy? Oh, He's getting it wrong. Uh, Rob, thank you very much for that and for Shay as well. Okay, let's just uh, break down the amazing night that was UFC Pittsburgh. Loved it, mate. Yeah, Loved it. great yet again, yet again, we we almost rolled our eyes at a, a UFC. Yeah, card. it just meant it was about Branch and Rockhold, but actually, uh, there was it was crowned with some amazing performances and some really really great fights. First thing I want to say as well. Uh, I thought that uh, in terms of the commentary team, I really I, I, Dominic Cruz is brilliant. Dominic Cruz and Paul Felder Paul made Felder his... made a note here. Paul Felder and him worked really well together. There was even a bit as well where um, um, uh, Dominic Cruz said to uh, Paul Felder, "Very good read, Felder." I, I, was, I had exactly made the same note. note. Rewound it, well, and I actually got goosebumps. <laughs> like, oh, so God, how great was oh, Paul Felder? Look at, oh, Mike, but you can imagine that, can't you? 
Do you think Dominic Cruz is like grooming the, it was about the commentary when he was, team? Um, I think it was inside control and it, he had his was, legs up to stop him shrimping. So yeah, exactly basing. that. So he elevated the legs yeah. on the takedown so that he can't base yeah, him. And he just went very good. Very good very read. Good read. I, I, I was like, wow. I wrote that exactly Romance. the same thing. Look at Give this. Give these two a buddy movie. Oh, can you imagine? And, and also, if you watch, because I, I must just be habit of watching where they, I don't watch the fights, I watch the commentary team. But when the camera pans around, when Felder was talking, yeah. Felder would direct it directly at Dominic Cruz. Yeah. And when Cruz was talking, he would look straight forwards. Are we and talking then, about the spare part who's been cuckolding on this? Poor John Annick. Poor John Annick. Who's just there to do like the stuff about what movie it's sponsored yeah, by. Or Kingsman 2. 7-Eleven. The Golden Circle. 7-Eleven. Ah, it was there. I, I told you it's a done deal. <laughs> but, uh, um, but I, but thought, were good. I, I thought Paul was really, really good and really likeable. Um, so let's talk about, first of all, uh, Uriah. What a comeback. That that fight, stood, oh. so it's on, it's on the prelims or prelims. early prelims. So yep. it's, it's really early in the card. Both of them uh, are sort of UFC veterans. Jocko, though, has got a history of being in really dull fights. He's fought yeah. uh, Scott Askham. He's fought Luke Barnett. And uh, I've forgotten the, the other, uh, the, the huge Swedish guy that he, he fought. But they're, they're usually pretty dull fights. But yep. he came out in this one. He That first round, Uriah yep. Hall took an absolute beating. I, I was almost getting annoyed. Like, when is the referee going to stop this? Yeah, this is this is uncomfortable. It, he needs to do something. It's over, and you start to think, "Oh, Hall's had his time now. That's going to be his second loss." And then it just goes to show about referees judging it right when not to step in because and being in that they can sense. Yeah. I've talked to referees about you. You, you can see, you can f- almost feel because they are part of that action. There is an I energy bet. within the cage yeah. that is different that we don't to what know we about. see that we don't yeah. know. So I've spoken to, to name drop. There you go, John McCarthy again. Oh no, uh, not uh, again with the old <laughs> yeah, trains. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's been a few episodes. He's on, he's on the Euro start <laughs> at the minute. He's loving it, by the way. Uh, but he, um, yeah, he was. There is, there is definitely an energy you can feel and read within. Within, right. within a fight and that I think was, was read perfectly because for Uriah Hall to come back what and to do what he one did one of the best comebacks ever it was stunning and you got to look at Uriah Hall as well so he got, got all that fame off the back of the spinning head kick yep. and, and his performance in the tough series lost to Kevin Gastelum in there and we were always waiting for him to arrive yeah. as, as somebody and he's never quite made it which is why he's dropped down the card so far but he fought with a broken a bone sticking out of his toe yeah. which should have been stopped <laughs> Let's yeah. be honest. There's yeah, a no, bone. It have been. Uh, I think any other referee could have easily made a case for stopping that. Yeah. So he fought through that and he won that fight. It's amazing. And then he knocked out Musasi in a fight he was losing, spinning back kick, and now he's done this to Jocko. So, yeah. so Uriah Hall yet again has earned and props where, uh, yeah, where but for, for not for the flamboyance, not for all the stuff that we thought he'd be famous Just for. Just what makes the sport the so exciting. Yeah. The, the the real heart and determination, not giving in. I thought I thought it was amazing. I also really, really, uh, there were so many standout performances. It was, it was such an exciting card. Gillespie versus Gonzalez. <laughs> oh, that opened what the card. What a fight. That was great. A really, really, really good scrap. Um, Gonzalez showing loads and loads of Gonzalez heart as well. looked about three weight classes bigger than he him. did, That's, didn't he? So we started with those big snapping head kicks. Yep. and he he just looked like a different weight class. And when he started that fight, I yep. thought uh, I thought is it Gillespie had um, yeah I, I, I thought he was going to get starched in the first round, but I was wrong. Yeah, I thought it was a cracking fight. Really, really good. Um, also, uh, Usman. What a dangerous man. Usman. He is a problem. He is, he is a problem. He's a problem. He's a, a Nigerian nightmare. Yes, I'm, I'm a problem. problem. <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing thing to say after you just start someone. I'm a problem. Yep. Yeah, you are, mate. Yeah, you are really, a, really a, but, a, a real but problem. But knocked him clean out. And the way that uh, Morales 
went to the ground and he, almost no, went to like he didn't just, so much as knock him out he turned him off he turned him off but he, he like can you turn off a human being uh, yes yeah, he did he can, he can you can turn him off while making him do a forward roll as oh, well he which just was collapsed, collapsed under himself was, but that's that's his first finish in the UFC I think for he for looked Oakland. a really crisp striker and he looked he looked great and another fighter with, coming out of that new camp with Henry Hooft I forgot yeah. what the name of that camp is now but same again Rockhold spent his time down there there's some there's some Hasn't solid he, I love Henry Hoof as well. He's incredibly direct. <laughs> really, really and direct. And he's massive. He's, he's like, huge. He's, he's bigger than all the fighters. His head's over the cage. His head's over How the is that cage. possible? Only Stefan Struve has ever seen <laughs> over the cage. Yet Henry Hooft is... Uh, is I think is, he's great. Oh, he's, he's really... He's growing on me as well, yeah, mate. As he's well, growing yeah. on me a yeah. lot. Yeah, I, I, I like him. Uh, also, uh, I think we just, just want to draw attention to the... Amazing wardrobe of Francis Ngannou. <laughs> Don't know if you saw the fez that he was going. Normally in an amazing three-piece suit. Yeah. You know, he's a big, good-looking guy, but this time in that fez... Uh, and I just thought he looked he looked quite like he'd been on Mr. Ben or something Mate, like that and tried can, a new outfit. Can anybody look hard in a fez? Can yes, anybody? Francis Ngannou can. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he can. There you go. Um, Mike Perry... Let's I just it, have mate. a problem with him. Okay. He's just... He just reminds me of Biff Tannen from Back Let's, to the Future. That's such a good analogy. Do you know what I mean? he's, there's just something... He's that guy who was in the year above you at school yeah. that everyone was frightened of yeah. and you had to laugh at the show because you just didn't want them to pick on you yeah. or put your head down the toilet. Yeah. He's that guy. Um, but fair play. And then when he went afterwards, everyone wants to see me knock out Robert Hill. Who? Who? Yeah, who's been who? queuing like up for that fight? Lord, I'd love to see when he said it. Oh, when he said it, I just thought, do you know what? I'd like Careful to see what you want. Wish mate, one life totally, sometime, mate. But poor Alex Reyes, mate. So he took yeah. this fight on short notice. Yeah, he he weighed underweight, so he's a, a natural lightweight, and he jumped Perry's into this. Perry's a strong guy. You sort of bury some It's a nightmare. It might be a bit a of a lot of tool. that weight is the hair gel. Yeah. I mean, if that gets in a guy's that, eyes, is that, that, is that legal? Is what, that a problem? What's that hair do as well? He wasn't quite committing to the <laughs> Mohican, was he? No. And he's got his missus in the corner as well, which is uh, which is always quite an interesting one for me. Cause, yeah, uh, well, I mean, I'm not sure why someone would do that. Yeah. The only, if my wife was in the corner, she'd be just constantly like, sorry, did you or yeah. did you not? Did you? Are the bins out? Because uh, I did ask. Yeah, I and did he say like, that. Hang on. I'm back out in 30 seconds. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> well, there's never a good time with you, is there? <laughs> when is a good time to oh, talk about this? Oh, you have fun with your mates, but oh, you have fun with me. Showing off front of your mates, are yeah, you? Yeah, I'll speak it. to you again in a couple of minutes. So, yeah, the smiling Sam Alvey has his wife, but she was America's next top model, so yeah. he, he's allowed her in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> we're, trying to, we're trying to reduce the, the homosexuality thoughts that we had in last week's podcast. To balance up, it out. Yeah, just some misogyny. Stick it in there. But, um, but a, a great performance. Really good knockout. But I felt sorry for Alex Reyes. He yep. just got manhandled. He's, he's a weight class up. He got beasted by yeah, uh, did, by Perry. Um, speaking of beasts, uh, Lombard versus Anthony Smith, which was a bit oh. of a sleeper of a fight, yeah. but a great finish oh, in the amazing end. Amazing finish, wasn't it? I got a, um, I got a, uh, a couple of, for our perfect UFC fighters as well, just to, just to knock us onto yeah. that for a lovely link. Uh, Tom Russell sent us a couple of things saying, uh, just listen to the podcast, had some proper lols. Um, he said, for the perfect UFC fighter, Hendo's right hand. Yep. That's a great one, isn't it? Yeah, I forgot about that. That's a cool, that's a good shout. That's yeah. a really good shout. And Matt Brown's bully ability. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, be, I'll watch any fight that Matt Brown does. Any fight. I think he's brilliant. 
But what made me think of that with Hector Lombard is I would also like to add Hector Lombard's buttocks and thighs. Oh, they oh like, um, magic power, don't they? <laughs> Imagine trying to buy trousers with an ass like that. Well, it's not just that. It's one if you get into the pants, you sit down, you're tearing them. <laughs> I mean, what does he have to have a special kind of? He doesn't sit, mate. He's Hector Lombard. Always, he's Hector Lombard. Lombard. He's always he's standing. Hector, he's always, always standing. Always standing. Sleep standing. He can't even get PJs. How do you get like swimming trunks? And that's it, mate. I no, God, I, you're right. It's a marvelous the arse it's of a, Hector Lombard. It's, it's a wonder. It's a thing yeah. to behold. Uh, but got sparked out. Looked good for decent enough for two and two and a half rounds. Yeah. Uh, and then Anthony Smith somehow knocked him out with it with a simple one-two. So it was a night of unexpected knockouts. Just some really explosive. Punch. Punching, wasn't yeah, yeah, there? yeah. It was good. It was good. Right, let's go on to our man, Lukey Rockhold. Bow wow. Um, I th- I could sum up basically that his performance. He won. Yeah. Yeah. But when Henry Hoof said at the end of the first round to Luke, everything you're doing just needs to be a lot quicker. <laughs> I was like, that's so <laughs> subtle but amazing. Yeah, just everything, everything quicker, quicker, because faster. The, uh, the, the, the first round was like. He's so slow. So, do you want to get knocked out again? It just seems like he took, in the first round, I thought he took Branch too lightly again. Far too light. It was cocky again. Which is his biggest downfall. He carries that arrogance into the cage. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, was, it is his biggest downfall. It's the biggest reason. It's he, a soldier song like Branch. He, does not, he demands your respect. And he, he powered forward. Branch, Branch yep. set the pace I as he, he said he would. I thought he was going to do it. There was a bit where at least Rockhart had enough sense to sort of grapple and, and get him in a clinch, but... But yeah, yeah. But the, the, up against the cage, at the end of the first round, he catches him with about five or six punches, a- heavy shots, heavy shots. I and then they, this is it. Then, then they clinch, and then Rocco looks over to his corner like, and just right. gives his no, little hand. No, Henry must be just <laughs> Henry, going nuts. Henry's, Henry's fuming. Knock Do someone down, Luke. Think, but quicker, quicker, mate. <laughs> like head movement, head movement. Yeah, defense, just against, footwork. It was, so, and then the second round, he was, he came out a lot crisper. Yeah, I don't know whether he was just finding his range. But again, against someone like Branch, you could be doing that a lot quicker than like giving him five the, minutes. The, the big difference was when he could get it to the ground. Luke Rockhold's ground game, we saw it with him submitting Michael Bisbee with one arm. His submission, his jiu-jitsu it, it, uh, game. Underrated. He's one of the best in MMA. Oh, stunning. And and How the, he uses his hips as well. But even the setup. So when you're against the yeah. cage, so they, they, Dominic Cruz highlighted the pummel battle. This yep. is, that is a hand-fighting battle yep. with grips. He managed to get David against Branch. Branch. David Branch looked like a light heavyweight at yeah, the time. Yeah, he's a big man. You know, obviously Rockhold tall and lean but he's still a big guy but have a branch just look like a, 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 a he looks incredibly he's, strong he's a big, big be, and, and he's a uh, he's a gracie black belt as well so isn't that a slack on the ground Not but at all. when he got when Rocco got him down they got him in that body lock well, he mounted him with, yes. with ease so dropped Almost him with straight a, away. The leg reaped dropped him to the ground then just literally stepped over and yeah. like David Branch with, was with ease with ease De- with ease and once once David he's a Branch was under that black belt like that. he's crazy, very good mate. it is crazy and then from that point once he got his back he can tr- he's so strong on his back can you, can you just imagine him leaning that that pelvis into the well, lower he, spine and, stop it oh, and oh. <laughs> arching back stop it now come breathing on. heavily come on but oh, no he, he, he knows how to use his weight really well he's, yeah. he's incredibly good where do you stand then? There's been a lot of he's got uh, Branch has got a lot of stick online uh, from fans uh, about the tapping to strikes. Um, it's very easy for people to have a go at him online. <laughs> for two people in a lodge right. at the end of a yeah. garden with a dead uh, pigeon uh, and, outside to maybe actually, have a dig. So what? He's meant to wait another couple of seconds. Yeah. Getting he can't defend himself. He's fucked there basically. Yeah. Now I know obviously in MMA. You have to survive in uncomfortable positions. Your eye hall, and we've seen it happen yeah. before. 
and whether or not people feel like that. But I, I couldn't see there was anything he could do. It was going to come to an end. Yeah, there's but there's there's us talking about that, and then there's the reaction of fighters, fighters, fighters isn't it? It's a different that, that's thing, the thing to the fans. That is totally different. It, it was and more the fighters that led it, actually. There's you know, question. even Dan Hardy saying straight away. Dan Hardy I've seen said that not, before. Yeah, not, not a, a kind mannered man. Yeah, he said that I can't remember the last time someone tapped mm. tapped to strikes. Uh, Tito Ortiz tapped to strikes with um, Chuck Liddell, and Chuck Liddell held that over him oh, for so a, a lot long, of people did. Yeah. so long that yeah. you tapped to strikes. Yeah. So there is something within that that that. Um, Oh, that group of warriors where they they look at that and they think that is that's there's that's, a certain kind of honour in losing the right way. Yeah, without a doubt, and that isn't the way now, for a lot of them. They really did feel like you don't do that. The other argument is if somebody's ready to tap to strikes, is that mean the referee didn't step in quick enough? So did the referee not do the job? But for me, I think Branch was moving enough just before that, so the referee could give him and also. Yeah, rock hot. They weren't massive. They were painful shots. The uppercuts under the arm were, yep. were, were certainly causing damage. But it was just the, um, yeah, for, for me to say you shouldn't tap to strikes is different for, for, from a fighter. For yeah. me, I've got no place. No. Whereas somebody like a Dan Hardy or like... Uh, quite a few of the fighters. Loads of them did, all, mate. Also, loads it was it. quite interesting how they all sort of broke rank. It was like, I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen it happen before and where it, fighters all agree that, oh, no, you don't do you that. You don't do that. That's not how that you is, lose. That is, that is There's a like, way to lose with Dingsy. Like, even the amount of fighters that respected Conor McGregor for losing, but losing like that, at yeah. least he tried us all. Yeah. You know, and it was funny how Branch has got so much criticism from all the fighters I follow. They were all like, oh, I don't like that. Yeah, and it'll haunt him. There's next. Well, that's next. the other thing. I think mentally that that hangs with you for a bit. It's hard, isn't it? It's ego and self-esteem. and yeah. those things get it's, men. It's also a hook for because I've t- I've talked to and well, for trash talking, for not just not just for trash talking, but for mentally preparing for a fighter. Because I talked to Frank about Frank Mir about it when we we're doing ACB, and we've we've seen one guy lose to timidity, so like stop like not engaging enough. So it's disqualification through timidity, which oh is God, that's horrendous, and isn't it? He came to fight again, and he, and we were talking about this, and Frank made made the point that when you're training for this guy, you know you can break him. Yeah, yeah. you know that one hundred percent, and and. No matter how much he says he's worked on his mental game, if you take him into deep waters, he will quit. So that yep. drives you in training. That that makes you all that motivates you. It doesn't make you take him in. If you if you think you can break your opponent, yep. it gives you that little hook. And then also the trash talking on top of that, he's got to deal with that for his next fight. Yeah, it's tough to. Yeah, it's tough. What do we think? I still think Rockhold is goes into that top three. Yeah. He's still got a load oh, of problems. Oh, with, mate, without a doubt. He's a problem. He's, been, he's a problem, he's a problem. Mate. Everyone's a problem. He's a, he'd been away for 15 months. Um, he hadn't had his normal training camp. He went with Hoof. But I still thought in the second round, you saw how good he is. He's great, man. He's a really gifted. You know, there are fighters and then there are athletes. He is a really gifted athlete. Yeah, without he a doubt. He moves so well. And when he does get his kicking right, bloody hell, he his is an amazing great. kickboxer. And, and Cruz highlighted it again. If, if he switches southpaw, he's looking for a yeah. body kick. If he goes orthodox, he's looking for that low calf kick. And and he just, he's just he got such length on his kicks as well as I like watching him fight. He's great. You know, in the second round, I was like, oh my God, this he is, he is really good. Let's talk about his post-fight stuff let's just uh, let's go and talk about the handshake which is uh, which oh, is where yeah. people were going and Dominic Cruz said oh great sportsmanship did you did you see that handshake yeah, yeah. honestly that's like when you've had a schoolyard rock and a teacher <laughs> makes you put your hand and you sort of fucking just touch fingers just like lightly but it was the most dismi- it was the most disrespectful handshake it was a couple seen. of seconds when it was stopped he sort of looked 
back. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, looking back. I think he was annoyed that Branch had said that he's got no chin and can't box yeah, yeah. and I'm going to steam through him. Um, yeah, no, the, the handshake was odd. The handshake, but it just for me, when people say, oh, it's good respect, sportsmanship, there was no sportsmanship. I didn't think it was, again, uh, yeah. Yeah, again, it was just rock old, oozing fucking arrogance. Smugness. Yeah, arrogance, totally. And then that, again, it comes through in the post-fight interview that, you know, that, that Shay was right, the folded arms, there's no humility. You know, I, look, I, took, I took Bisping lightly uh, last year and I've had to learn a few lessons and work on my game. Yeah. It was great to get, just, you know, just try and put a better story on what yeah, people yeah. think about. You saw, you heard people booing him. Yeah, well, that's that's because he's got, he hasn't got that likeability. No. Also, like John Anik threw a couple of things at him. So he not only yep. talked about the, the November 4th fight, which he kept saying, just back out GSP, stop embarrassing yeah, yourself. Yeah, I mean, who, who has that win and then calls out GSP? Yeah, well, he's telling GSP, to get out of the way of his fight he said that's his fight so he's ready to step in November 4th but when Anik mentioned Robert Whitaker, do you know he didn't say much no. about that what wasn't keen to no, wasn't talk about keen. the whole Whitaker thing <laughs> hey, which I think Bobby Knuckles would, probably Bobby Knuckles would beat him mate Bobby Knuckles would beat I, I, think, I think he would I think he'd probably beat Bisping he'd beat I think he'd beat yep. Rockhold he's um, a problem he <laughs> He is a problem. UFC is full of problems at the moment. That's right. It's, it's a, a problem. It's a problem. It's the amount of problems. It's a good problem to have, um, though, I think. That's but yeah, it. I, it, yeah, I mean, that middleweight division is kind of just... That top three is stacked at the moment with everything on hold to see what is the fallout of the GSP-Bisping fight. But if if, G, but if GSP comes out of this fight, which he may well do, because mentally we, we haven't seen how he's coping with this, no. or if there's been very little yet again... We're, on, we're six weeks out from that fight it's and there's a small, small amount of uh, press yep. gone out about it. Bisbing's promoting it. In fact, Bisbing made a good comment on Twitter saying uh, to Rocco saying, you won't even say my name, bitch. No, <laughs> that's no. It, that's Couldn't it. even let it go. Let it go, let mate. It go. Let it go. But um, if he does come out, would, would Rocco be your, your, your one you stick? I don't think Bisbing would take it. I don't think Bisbing would take Rocco stepping in there. No, I don't think he will. What does... Do- yeah, I mean, if GSP drops out, if you were the UFC, you'd have someone like Rockhold and pay them a bit to say, stay ready. Yeah. Because if he drops out to his forehand, we're going to call on someone because yeah. we want to see Bisping fight. Yeah. He's trained. And it might... And do you know what? It's a big card, that is. It's huge. And that third fight between them would keep us happy, actually, if GSP falls out. I'd be like, okay. Yeah, we could, we'd have that. I don't think Bisping would take it. I think Whitaker mm. was, was being quiet and I'm sure he's staying prepared for if, yep. if that. So so I, I think, I think unfortunately... It's what, kind of like Game of Thrones with that because... Oh, it really is, now you <laughs> it. It really is because I just kind of think we know that Bisping hasn't got many more fights in him, just no. his age and stuff like that. Two tops. I think London, February next yep. year. If they could usually be, have it, could that, be the one that, where he that'll retires. be the one where he comes back. Headlines Which might card. be Whitaker. Whitaker or... Or might be Rockhold, the, yeah. the trilogy. Yeah, or it could be Brock Lesnar if uh, if he's up oh, for another word. money yes. fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But it's... Uh, I don't think... I don't think... I think Bisping knows he's under Rockhold's skin and I do not think he'll let him off that. I, I'd never think Rockhold's going to get that fight and I never think that ghost will leave Rockhold no. either. No. Um, all right. Then. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Let's do um, hero and villain. Who's your hero this week? Hero of the week. You're going to be absolutely shocked at this, mate. Are you ready? Yeah, go on. Are you braced? My hero of the week, John Jones. Jones? John Jones. Hero? Hero of the week. What? How? John Jones, because I'm not talking about Johnny Jones, Johnny Bones Jones. Yeah. If you go to at John Jones on Twitter, there is a gentleman on that uh, who has got the handle John Jones. He is the real John Jones. He's a tech geek and he is the author of How I Escaped Evangelical Hell, a memoir. Uh, And he's basically... This is the guy I'm going to show you. Oh, he receives, or look at the difference. Yeah. So he's he's like a redheaded, goatee bearded. Uh, he's 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 an interesting. He's got Dan Hardy's old hair dye from that, when he had the mohawk. He's stolen that, but he receives every hate tweet John Jones gets goes via him. Okay, That's so these amazing. These so he but he receives them with such grace and Bless he answers him. I'm them. Have to start following, and mate. It's, it's brilliant. It's that if you don't know, just go at John Jones. He's verified as well. You don't think it's him that's positive? They've just got the wrong John Jones mixed up at the testing lab. <laughs> well, they've and that's the mate, guy who's using Trambol. You should see the hate he gets when something happens, and you've got to imagine John Jones has done such I'd crazy. If he could easily change his Twitter handle. He could be. But he's part of his he's enjoying this, isn't he? He's enjoying it. It's a bit of fun, isn't but, it? But I'm going to add another bit of beauty to this one. Let me just find this because uh, uh, the, he receives all this hate mail. So he receives all these hate yeah. tweets and he gets some awful stuff. So even though he's got a picture of him, a white man with red head yep. and a goatee beard, which looks nothing like John Jones. Um, but there is also... Um, let me just try and find this. Sorry, not doing this very slickly. Uh, so through this, he has now met, met up with other people that have other... Names to people what, that are such famous. As what that, Terry Hitler? So, uh, so is it Laura Simpson, the one that Wayne, Wayne Rooney? There is a Laura. Is it Laura that Wayne Rooney got caught? I'm trying to find it here. So, ah, oh, there we go. Uh, so somebody hooked him up with somebody else who's getting hate mail for Wayne Rooney, the girl who's apparently did something with Wayne Rooney, and then through that, they've also hooked him up with somebody called Daniel Cormier. <laughs> so there's no, you're three, kidding. There's three people. I think it's funny if he ha- if he ha- <laughs> hangs out with people who are get mistaken for other UFC. Fighters. Oh, well, there Daniel Cormier. Is, is there a Mike Bisping? Another there Mike must Bisping. Be, yeah? They'll be all around. But oh, that's brilliant. But, but this guy handles it with such grace and humour that it's uh, it's an absolutely uh, a beautiful thing to behold. That the he, real are John Jones, former UFC fighter, yeah. must be laughing his ass off. Oh, mate, he's not. Get, he's getting no abuse. Yes, no. But, so but j- other people are going. I loved your book about how you escaped <laughs> evangelical hell. 
Here's Laura Simpson. I've just found a tweet. So it's Laura Simpson that gets the way Mooney hates. That's just so and there funny. Is at Daniel Cormier, which is a totally different Daniel Cormier. Uh, uh, and they've all hooked up and they all send each other messages when they're each getting hate mail or whatever from each other. So that's that's my hero. Johnny Jones Bones. Not Johnny Bones Jones. John Jones is my hero. I'm going to have a look at that on Twitter later. Uh, my hero of the week is uh, Golovkin's chin. Oh, my God. We're going to come on to a minute into the big oh super fight. Oh, my well, God. Wow. Relentless. That right, that was it. Right hand, he just took like, off. Of, no, 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 doesn't matter. No, no, bang, no, bang, no, 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 no. For twelve rounds. Well, let's forget twelve rounds, mate. That is his three hundred and eighty-eighth competitive fight, so including amateurs. But he, mate, have you he, seen him? He's a fresh-faced looking he's man. Ne- he's never been dropped. No, nope. he's never been dropped. He's never been stopped in three hundred. Yeah, he's got such a young, unmarked face. He doesn't look I like know. a boxer. That's it. That's it's it's a thing. It's a thing to behold. It really is uh, unbelievable. Uh, who's your villain? My villain of the week. Right. Well, I had a couple of potential villains, yeah. so uh, I'll just I'll, I'll uh, uh, the crowd at Cage Warriors. The uh, when it kicked off, a little bit, a little feisty, mate. A little bit testy, a little, little bit testy, a little bit testy. Oh, but I think the planning on that was terrible because as if somebody runs, the, I'm not saying I do, but I know that when ACB do events, you get the ticket. So you get the plan of the venue and where you see your fighters so you give a bunch of tickets that and could have got a lot worse and it was already some pretty ugly scenes was, and just seeing the, the fights and stuff I, like I know people that were there that, that felt really like felt really uncomfortable yeah that's really not good un- but, uh, but I so there's shame that. because there's uh, that's a great it's a good organisation it's and, great uh, and Daniel's fight was and insane oh we've got to talk about that as well in a minute but the um uh, my second one is just to fuck off to Max Kellerman. Just fuck off. Mate. Oh, yeah. Just fuck oh, off. It gives you loads of easy way out of her submissions. Oh, and what a preening dick. What, but Max, in between Golovkin and uh, and Canelo, it was like a schoolyard. Do you know when you get whispers? But with them, yeah. rather than it being from classroom to classroom, yeah. somebody stood in like, he just said that you wouldn't be able to do this. What do you. And, and yeah. I just fuck off, Max Kellerman. And then, but my actual uh, villain of the week is boxing. Unfortunately, it's, it it's, it's it's isn't it funny how there was all that stuff about Conor McGregor and that fight is going to hurt boxing. Yeah. The only fight this year that's hurt boxing is your biggest fight in years. The, it was uh, I watched and it that. makes boxing look like a bent, dodgy. Uh, farce. It's, it stinks. I Shame because s- the actual. I'm not saying the fight because the fight was a proper thriller. Well, that's that's the moment I was going to tell you because I was sat watching that fight and that this has been good for boxing. I've enjoyed yeah. Anthony Joshua. I've enjoyed the build up. It's, for, it's a great time boxing, and I mean, Mayweather. Yeah. I actually enjoyed that. Um, and then, but this fight, I was sat back and I was watching it and it reminded me of days gone by yep. when I used to watch a lot of boxing, yep. a lot. And I thought, and it's you know what? Stank at I, times. I need to, I need to get back into boxing. And then the result was called out. And I thought, this was your time to show. This is, a, they, they, they were arguing about a redheaded bloke stepping in there trying to take the O off of what is one of the greatest of all, all time. Yep. They had exactly the same thing. The redheaded Mexican stepping in against Triple G with, it, with his undefeated record in what was a classic. Oh, it was a, it was a proper thrilling fight. It had a momentum change. First couple of rounds, I thought Canelo had it. And then I thought Triple G was amazing. Yeah. Um, my villain of the week is Adelaide Bird. I mean, oh, oh. I, I, you should not be allowed to work in boxing ever again. How the other judges had those. And you saw, what were you looking at? Now, this it was a tight fight. I had it around 115, 113 uh, to Triple G and probably him winning by 
two rounds or something like that. It's a close fight. But it wasn't that. No. There's no way it was no. that. I, I posted a tweet. I said, if you are, and I said, this is not to do with the fans. If your opinion is that far out from your peers. Exactly. The other two to, judges. You need to ask yourself why. But then yeah. also, when that much is on the line, you need to explain why. And uh, and for me, this the, the, this is where, and again, this is boxing that letting, letting itself down. This is the John Jones of itself. Which when it starts to become political as well. well. There's all that. But Adelaide Bird, this is her history. Okay. The only judge who uh, uh, judged Amir Khan ahead of Canelo Alvarez yep. in 2016 before he got knocked out. I thought, by the way, did you see Box Nation what they did to yeah. poor Amir Khan yeah. while he's commentating Funny. on the fight? Funny. That's a video of him whoever, that, whoever did that, that's, that's my other hero of the oh, week. Polak's Funny as. Funny as. Uh, so she's also the only judge who had Nam He's had a strange year, Amir Khan, isn't oh, he? Mate. The whole stuff about Joshua online. Oh, and- dude. But that was fun. That was also funny. So, uh, uh, but yeah, he's had, he's had a rough, rough, rough old year. But this, this is so this is Adelaide Bird's history, which is why she shouldn't ever be in a no, position no. like this. So and mark my words, it's nothing to do with her being a woman. No. It's just whoever I that is, you're just not good enough at your job. Not, just not That's good it. enough. The only judge to uh, had Nam Pham the winner of Tough Finale over Lena Garcia. <laughs> the only judge who had Melvin Gillard the winner of the UFC one fifty five over Jamie Viner, which is ridiculous. Quite a track record, isn't it? And then the only judge who had Bernard Hopkins winner over Joe Calazaghi. Did you watch that fight? Yes, great Jesus fight. Christ. But, but, no but how can somebody with a track record... Uh, still be, still be working and their biggest 2008 fight. To, biggest, what, the biggest, one of the biggest boxing fights for years. Yeah, and it, it just stunk. And even the... Um, it, was a ter- it was a terrible ending, uh, a disgraceful decision. That Everyone's talking about that. This kind of obscure, what a truly great fight that was. That was amazing. Can't, can't it wait. took me the back. The only good thing it, about that decision is can't wait for the rematch. That probably probably May May the something like that that they're yeah. looking at doing that but the other thing that got what flew under the radar from this what the judge who drew it a, uh, who scored it a draw yep. round seven which if you watch round yep. seven total triple G round oh, absolutely yeah. 100% yeah. a triple G Adelaide no Bird that was the final round the, it's the only the second round she gave to triple G um Yet one of the judges, the judge who drew it, uh, called it a draw, gave that to Canelo. So that that has stunk it out as well. Because if you look, just so obviously bad, and we get bad decisions in yeah. MMA. But you had the chance boxing to shine. You have the apps, and they did. The boxers did their bit, and we the watched. Boxers did their bit, and do you know what boxing still has over MMA? And I hate comparing the two, but it does in terms of a build up on the night, the walkouts, the anthems. Just that whole pomp and ceremony with a yeah. really big fight. Yeah. There's there's still nothing like that in MMA. No. Although we have those moments where we're looking forward to the fighters fighting each other massively. We got close to it. Was it was it uh, even the, the day as the, the Diaz McGregor rematch? Ch- Ch- that Chad was Mendes really like wow. And, yeah. and McGregor when yeah. we had um, Sinead O'Connor singing and the other yeah. bamper. We got close, but you're right. There's nothing. Still, in terms of a big boxing fight like that, it still it has something really special. And you were watching. Midway through the fight, I was like, oh, God, this is a joy. It's beautiful. It I, reminds I, me how smart boxing is. And, and how enjoyable it yeah, can be. Because to really, really, really... High level doesn't do it just enough. The momentum shifts, just how well in the first couple of rounds Canelo handed the power I of thought, Triple I G. How, he, how he, he literally jogs across the ring to cut him off. Yeah. And you're like, his conditioning... I mean, Canelo appeared to fade a bit at times where his conditioning wasn't wasn't up there with, but Triple G's conditioning was... He he's was a zombie, relentless. mate. He's a, he is the Terminator. But when and I the watched, punching, just in terms of the accuracy. And, and picking the punches yeah, as well, that's it. Oh, it was, Not falling it was a joy for traps. to watch. It was beautiful. You know, we talk about, we've got some great strikers in, in the UFC and MMA, and we have, but you realise when you see boxing at that level, it really is a sweet science. It's a, it's a joy to watch. And when you see 
match is made when people and the, the argument was Triple G might be slightly out of his prime, but when you see fighters at the in their era fighting each other when they should, that is also a thing of beauty because so often box great boxers are kept apart by the different organisations, different yep. promotions. This one they brought them together. It was absolutely stunning. I thought Canelo's speed and power yeah, uh, God, looked strong, stunning in the first year. It made yep. Triple G look thirty five years old yep. in the cage in the cage in the ring. But then Triple G, but then G it just, just the momentum shifted. It didn't shifted. It, it was it and, was and, something and, and to watch. I watched watch. it again last night um, just to sort of see how anyone could get, get Adelaide boat. Maybe I was just getting too much into it. And again, it was just interesting watching that shift and what, what that was. It was, uh, but the, the, the thing you got to take into account for Canelo, that's the heaviest he's ever fought. He looked it as well. He's like a bullet, he, he looked fantastic. But remember, this is the other likeness and I'm putting it back to Conor McGregor. Remember that whole picture when you saw Conor McGregor say, this is me on salads, This look at me on yep. steak. And you saw him for 170 yep. for fighting uh, Nate Diaz for the first time, but he ran out of gas. And I think Canelo wasn't used to having that engine, used to carrying that amount of weight. He looked for... And moving both. around the ring as much as he had to in the yeah. last six rounds to get away, circling away and just yeah. trying to move away from the relentless the, Just the, the forward G. pressure, the way Triple G cuts off the cage, but also credit to Canelo. Canelo... He would bounce back, he would he would come off because he, he backs up. And yeah. Sometimes people think he's got a bit of a weakness being backed into corners, but he comes off the ring, <coughs> the ropes really well with his counter-punching. Viciously, great. Yeah. There's a couple of... This is the other thing I that like. Uppercut. I don't know, the, that uppercut. What was that round it was? Both of them had uppercuts, yeah, back-to-backs. Yeah. So Beautiful. What they, yeah, Canelo caught so uh, Triple G and then Triple G yeah. caught Canelo. Um, but there were some lovely moments between the two, which you know they recognised they were they were in mm. a, a great fight and they were in a fight of our, our, our times because they would nod at each other. And I'm not just so talking about... so much respect, like, my God, yeah, you won the best. Yeah, and there's... A, there was one that I remember it was early on in the fight where they both dodged each other's uppercuts simultaneously uh, that's it and they stepped the back and they looked at each other yeah. and they kind of just went oh yeah, yeah. This, this, could have yeah. taken your head off yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> both of like us two gunslingers oh it was great it yeah was, I, I absolutely loved it and uh, it was it was a classic fight yeah. but my god that was an embarrassing moment for boxing after because we could all see it it stunk like it, shit Teddy Atlas could see it as well mate. oh my Teddy word Teddy Atlas that's who should have been my hero of the week best mate. <laughs> I gotta get out I gotta get out of battle if I, I love out, it. I get out of boxing now. Oh, they've left. Oh, just it was. I love Teddy, and you know that's a lot of spit to come off a man whenever he gets up. <laughs> Very upset man at the moment, but he summed it up for me. Yeah, seriously, he's like in Teddy we trust. Yeah, he was right. Absolutely. It was disgusting, and you're right, Brian. That isn't the only time you've seen terrible. Daylight robbery, and it was it was a, it was a, a, a comedy ending. Yeah, it, it was a sad ending. But it yeah. would get, they would have but had that rematch. rematch. They, if this is the other thing, the, 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 uh, they would have had that rematch anyway because Canelo would have been uh, sorry Triple G if he won that fight. The number one contender for one of those titles was uh, Canelo, so he would have been asked to yeah. rematch him. So likely that would have come anyway. Yeah. But this, you could just it just stinks that boxing. No, they're looking for the trilogy. They're looking for this to be the fight that carries them through this year, next year, uh, next year, uh, and possibly the year after if there is if, is, is yeah. a rubber match. Um, but Teddy Atlas said it. Those fighters gave their all. They put on a great performance. They've left part of themselves in that ring they're leaving less of themselves oh, than when they went in there yeah. uh, even though you two, can't tell two by modern Canelo greats go- putting on a 12 round epic fight that was great we, it- were, we were lucky to see that over the weekend I got a friend from a uh, friend of mine who's a boxing promoter in this country he was at the after show party out there when he's got a photo of him and Kennedy oh, and he, he, he looks 
He said he was nothing but gracious at the after show. Yeah. You know, chatting to everyone. Yeah. I mean, he pocketed 30 million. It takes a little bit of the sting. A little edge off. Uh, but he knows in his heart, and everyone kept saying to him, but you know you won. Yeah. You know, yeah. and he's been in boxing yeah. enough to know. But he's, they're, they're, he's a hum, they're both they're both humble, they're, they're good guys. They're both great for the sport. Yeah, Alvarez has been, like, like he was touted from such a young age. He's reached the greatness that was expected yeah. of him. And that's, that doesn't happen with many athletes in no. any sport. Where And uh, and uh, the, the flip side, Triple G has reached greatness despite people not believing that a fighter from Kazakhstan... Why is he Triple G? Uh, Gennady Golovkin. There's two Gs. <laughs> there's no double G. <laughs> it doesn't sound as good, does it? Hey, listen, double G's one of the great... Double G sounds like a shit. It's a honey G. <laughs> You know, <laughs> triple G sounds better. Honey isn't it? G is the, honey oh, G, oh, double no. G, oh, triple G, triple G. It's because one of my kids was going, "Oh, why are you watching this fight again?" I said, "I just want to see if Triple G was robbed." And they were like, "Who's who's Triple G?" I said, "What they were like? Why is he called that?" I said, "Because he's, he's called Kennedy Golovkin." They came back five minutes. And went, but isn't that only two G's? And I went, "Oh yeah." <laughs> <laughs> a ten-year-old. That's answers. a good point. Send but it's not answers. the same as double G. No. If you have a meeting, I'm going to go. Why the? Why, why, why triple? Did you have a meeting where they went? We can't be. I yeah. don't think you can be. I've got a better idea. That's How does triple G yeah, sound? Listen, listen, I guess you got triple H. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe. There's a lot of power H. in the triple, isn't there? You know <laughs> yeah. what? Do you know what he is? He's a problem. <laughs> He's a problem. So that, that that was. I know we did the boxing, but that was my villain of the week. Boxing. Did you? What's your? Did we do your villain? My villain of the week was Adelaide Bird. Oh yeah, yeah. She Stinks. should never work Stinks. in boxing Ever, again. Any again. judge that does that, and with that track record, yeah. But it's it's unjustifiable, yeah. and the state commission need to kick her out without a doubt. Uh, but they're, they're consistently bad. The, ne- the, yep. the Nevada State oh, Athletic Commission shocking. are a nightmare. Yeah. So. But um, it doesn't matter. I still it doesn't matter. Sorry, um, it doesn't take away from how much I loved that fight. It was great, and yeah. I, like I'm, I'm not over dra- dramatic. Dra- how do you say it? You're not. No. No. Thanks. I'm really. I'm not. <laughs> uh, but when I was watching it, I had the moment sat there watching it. Where I was like, "This is why I used yeah. to watch so much boxing." Yeah. This is why we've so. been lucky this year. There've been some great boxing fights, but the Joshua fight was a was an all time classic. Uh, that you remember, and so was that. Yeah, we have another classic on on the horizon, though, don't we? We have uh, David Hay versus uh, Jimmy Manuel. Where they it met, looks like they that's met happening at early next year. There's a and big... everyone went. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, will hey will more than likely be more than likely. I think highly likely. Highly likely. Look at me, Jimmy can do it, mate. I'm sticking. I'm sticking. I like. I mean, he's got he's got puncher's chance, but no, no. I don't. I I just can't see David. It's it's not. They're not like David Hayes got a bit of charisma and he knows how to promote. He's a very charismatic guy, and he's still got his power. Thing with David Hay, right? There's a very famous boxing writer in this country who I won't name who said this to me, but he said that David Hayes were the most frustrating fighters in the world because actually if he'd have got some of his stuff together, he could have been one of the all-time great heavyweights because he's got amazing footwork, amazing power. He's an athlete. He's got proper knockout power, but yeah. he's just not managed to look, do. And the yeah, look. he's the full package. But, but Cruiserweight he did. This is what yeah. people forget. Cruiserweight, he was such a dominant force. And yeah. then he jumped up to, to heavyweight, which was... Uh, it's where the money is. Which is where the money is. But um, yeah, I, it doesn't massively interest me, the Jimmy Manoa fight. No. I can't see Dana White making a, a three-city, four-city tour <laughs> for that press conference. No. Like, the raining! <laughs> Defending! No, the never raining! Yeah. Recently knocked out! <laughs> 
There's no uh, real demand for that. No, no, no. There's no real demand for they that. They even they even had like the, like Jimmy was. This is the thing that I saw where it looks like it's on where Jimmy Manoa approached David Hay at Bama, which was on this weekend on Friday. Yeah, and and sort of said, so "Is this going down?" And David Hay was waiting to like two minutes away. For, like you can see the production guy counting them in two minutes to go over, trying to get rid of Jimmy Manoa. Say, "Yeah, it's on, mate. It's fine. Yeah, just get you out of the way of the camera. Have a fight." Yeah, yeah. That's Hang on, I've got to go now. The the guy from Geordie Shaw's about to come in. We've got big stuff going on. <laughs> he did spark him out though, mate. He didn't did. He? Fair oh, play mate. to that. Aaron, Ch- Aaron Chambers, Chalmers. Geordie Shaw, one of them. One of them. The guy from Geordie Shaw. Yeah, but he did spark him out. Yeah, so you've got, got to give him. Got to give him some props. And now this weekend it's uh, another UFC fight, um, but Shogun's out. Yes, that is right. So we have got... Who stepped in? Was is it UFC it? Fight Night this weekend? It's another fight night. So let me just check. Because who has stepped in for him? Is that Okama? Yeah, Okama. He's back. Yeah, I think yeah, it is yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yushin Okami. Yeah. Um, whose funniest stories are when he was staying at Chael Sonnen's house and his mum nearly shot him through <laughs> yes, a uh, through right. the spare bedroom door. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's brilliant. If you don't know that, you could, uh, Chael explains it on his podcast. But you By should the way, a lot of people want to try and find the Brian Stam documentary we were talking about last okay. week. I'm pretty sure um, if you use YouTube and type in Brian Stam documentary, yeah. I don't know why three of you actually said, how do I find this I think you can thing also- you speak of? Have you never heard? <laughs> well, you know, ask Jeeves, go listen, on Google. listen. The what, time it took you to type out an email to me, look, mate, I'm not your search look, engine. Look, mate, what we should be grateful, we've seen the questions we've had today so yeah. far. What we should be grateful, if they if they can't find it on YouTube, those people probably cannot email us in a, a question like that. So we're, No, uh, you're quite right. Yeah, so we're, if we're, you look for it on YouTube, it's a great documentary. It's really good. Uh, all Fight Pass, if you put Brian Stan in there, I'm sure yeah. that it'll be in, uh, in or there ask somewhere. Or just ask Jeeves. Put your finger out, all right. Who else is fighting this? So weekend? this actually the co-main event is is a decent fight. Uh, Claudia Gadelia versus oh, yeah. Jessica Andrade. Yeah, and right. that is a great fight. That's yep. two scary, yeah, scary yeah, yeah. ladies. That. Um, that very, be, very uh, smart technical fighters. Yeah, uh, and also just like, they've got a huge amount of like muscle for ladies of that weight class. They yeah. are so ripped. So, and so I saw two episodes of over the weekend as well of The Ultimate Fighter. Oh, how was it? Was it's it all really, right? yeah? really good. Okay. It is brilliant. Oh. So obviously you've got Justin Gagey as one of the coaches and Eddie Alvarez. Eddie Alvarez, yeah. And it's, I don't want to be uh, talking stereotypes here, but this is my wife's words, who okay. is a woman. She said, <laughs> Today. It's a lot more, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> She says a lot more touchy feeling than normal, a lot more hugging and crying than normal. There's oh. always a fair bit of crying, yes, but usually. normally when they're drunk. But it was a, it's a different tone, and it's really nice. The fights are amazing. Really, I mean, really, 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 really good. And Justin Gagey, great coach. Okay. And the eyes, really, the eyes. My wife's <laughs> never seen him before, and she said that guy looks like he's been hit repeatedly in the eyes. <laughs> I went, yeah, that's that's exactly what's happened there. <laughs> I've got to watch that back then. I've got... <laughs> That's so funny. I don't like... know how he knows where the camera is without those thick glasses, those sort of Eddie Eagle Edwards glasses he often that's, walks that's around That's why he's just... That's why he swings for the fences. Say, he does, he's he's got... a great coach and Eddie Alvarez, they both come across really, really well as as good guys. I'm looking, for, I'm looking forward to no, head of their fight, fight at the is. end. What a fight what a that treat is. For Please us all. get to that but fight. But the female fighters they've got are fantastic and it's a, it's a good show. There's a lot less of the awful kind of jockish behaviour that you get in that ruined that show for me. Yeah. And people trashing it and stuff More like that. More candles and pillows, that sort of stuff. Is no, there. come no, on now. Bernard Manning's rocked up. <laughs> <laughs> They're all queuing for the bathroom. 
That's where the main fight is. It's just outside the just bathroom. That, yeah, one mirror. Yeah. One mirror. That's yeah. what they've done. That's it. One for, mirror. For the, for one house. <laughs> ten girls. Two girls, one mirror. Oh, Jesus. Ten girls. That might be another oh, website you've been looking at over the weekend. <laughs> Um, Ten girls, of, one cup. Speaking of the week, we got we mentioned it briefly. We've got to give Nathaniel Wood a little shout out for Cage Warriors. I that it was like it was all over for him, mate. It really I did. I thought that was. I made the mistake. You see, now we we were thinking of going to this yep. thing, which which actually probably wasn't a mistake. <laughs> I <don't> know, I think. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But we, we we yeah. Anyway, so I thought I'd watch it. I was uh, I sat and I made a nice meal for my wife. Yeah, what did you make, by the way? <laughs> I ordered a pizza. Uh, That's not I, making no, I a did, meal. I didn't make a meal. Um, she made me a meal. You she took made, out the package that you. She made Domino's me a, a, box. Lo- a lovely spaghetti bolognese for for dinner. Oh, nice glass nice. of red wine. Sat there. Oh yeah. So we watched. We watched. We went back to watching season one of Game of Thrones. So we did that. And as as oh, we're watching wow. that, um, I'm keeping my eye on the clock and like that. And uh, slowly, like the spaghetti kicks in. So there's the wine. She goes, "I'm a bit tired of it." Off oh you my god! What you got? What? Not one of the your drugs from Russia in that wine. I feel sleepy. Boy, my mom's, what's this funny sweet smell? Don't worry about that. Don't need any more Game of Thrones. That Brian's wife is still asleep now. Three days later. She's in the car, mate, outside. <laughs> She's in the car. <laughs> oh, I can only wake her up by rubbing that dead pigeon on her, I reckon. That's, that should get her going. Um, but so she went to, She went upstairs, she went to bed, and I started watching this bit of Cage Warriors. So I was watching the Coman event. Do you know what? I'm, I'm terrible, but I've forgotten who it was, but it was a brilliant fight. Really, really good comeback they fight. They always put on good fights. And uh, so I watched that, and I thought, do you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna treat myself. I'm going to sit in bed and watch this one, because yep. I'm a bit tired myself. Yep. So I went up to bed to watch the Nathaniel Wood fight. <laughs> And I'm laying there thinking, like, I don't think I wasn't expecting what it was going to be. No way. And the war that just on, ensued from uh, from the first bell onwards, like my heart rate was pounding. I sat up, yeah. I was twitching away, and my wife just told me, "Just get out!" That's literally <laughs> get out. Um, and I, was, I wasn't tired of that. So much adrenaline, but he put on such a performance what of a uh, of heart. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So he, uh, he got Josh Reed. All credit to him came in blitzed him yeah apps and I, I almost had him out i am um, mark goddard a couple of times said show me something and nathaniel was bouncing off the cage all he's trying over. to get his head together and yeah. just stay in it and just get the, the fog to clear so he could get back in there with, and he did and he did well he caught him with that left when they're Some up against the cage and my god when he got the finish like I just it just it was a we've seen him in the last year we've seen I think it's fourth fight this yeah. this year and in the last year we've seen him grow uh, in, in competition but also skill wise game plan wise and that fight showed just heart that showed I think of the UFC heart. and they do watch Cage Warriors there are so many former Cage Warriors fighters Connor that uh, they end up getting discovered there and go yeah. into the UFC I think they got about sixteen fighters at the moment that were uh, 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 Cage, a former Warriors. Cage Warriors yeah yep. and, and I think. I can see him being signed up for two fights yeah, for the well, deservedly so. I, I know. For and Paddy Pimlet one day. Yeah, one day with Paddy that, the Baddy. Paddy the Baddy. He's great. He's such a personality. But the I I think uh, I, I do know Sean Shelby has seen that fight, and we'll have to wait and see see what happens. But well, there's a apparently big call. he's also signed up some of the fans <laughs> so, yeah, that were fighting outside. There's, there's one of them has got a great big out and is a real problem. <laughs> There was a heavyweight Welsh guy. Grab him, the one with the flag. He's he's in for UFC Stockholm next year. That's it. Uh, but just massive respect to to Nathaniel. And now Wood. this weekend, ACB, Brian's organisation who commentates for and presents for, is up in Sheffield. If you're thinking about going and seeing some brilliant fights this weekend, get up there for that. Go over that. What I mean, that's an amazing card. It's a crazy card. So the, the the headline fight is we've we've dubbed it the Battle of Britain. It's Luke Barnett versus Scott Askham, two middleweights whose careers have intertwined, but they've never met so they've both been in Bama they've both been in uh, UFC they've never met There's now always... I know you're commentating you've got uh, 
uh, and you're good yeah. mates with Luke. Yeah. But how are you seeing that one going? Do you know what? It's uh, it's difficult to say how Come it will on, go. Come on, th- would, would Teddy Atlas go? It's difficult to say. <laughs> Teddy Atlas <laughs> would just shout at you, mate. That's it. Uh, for for me, I think it will depend. This is Scott, Scott's first fight yeah. out of the UFC. It's also in his backyard. And uh, what happened at the weigh-ins was he was a little bit emotional. So he, not the weigh-ins, sorry, the, the face-off. Yeah, you can so see. He, he grabbed kind of, hold of Luke. Yeah. And I think, I've, I've never seen that out of Scott. I've seen, him, I've seen him feisty before. I've seen him at weigh-ins sort of head. That, but he's going to have about 500 of his fans there because it's right on his doorstep that's a lot of pressure and it's a lot it's, of it's support which is great but it's also huge expectation so I think it would depend on how he copes with that and Luke is a calm he's a cerebral fighter yeah he is he totally is yeah. he can he's, he saw it with Max Nunes he went up to light heavyweight for his last fight handled Max crushing him up against the cage and just picked his shots and yeah. finished him standing uh, which, which, which is the way Luke fights Scott Askham though is um it's like his cardio is crazy. He's always it's a, it's fit a, a to fight. Great fight! I can't wait to he's, see that this yeah, weekend. Yeah, he's fighting out of ATT and uh, and with Luke. So is Uncle Frank coming over for that as Frank well? Frank will be over. Frank, so Frank Mears, Frank Mears in Sheffield <laughs> Frank Saturday night. Luce. Wow, with we. Mrs. Mears, Mrs. Mears oh, coming. Oh, so he's got he's got his that, lead. Well, that's good. He's got yeah, his but that's lead what I meant. On. You know, I mean, of course. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, so the Mears are over. The Mears are coming, mate. Wow, the Mears are coming. Wee, They'll be here amazing. Thursday morning. So this will be the uh, yeah the, the second. So that she, that she came to the one in America, which was in January, and now she's coming to this one here. So Mr. and Mrs. Mears will be So in if house. people don't know too much about ACB, brilliant organisation, where can they watch it this weekend other than getting there after so Sheffield? we will be on Box Nation, uh, yep. live and free. So if you, you, you've got Box Nation, you can watch it there. Fight TV app as well. If you download that, you can watch it for apps, absolutely free. And if you want to come and watch it live, there's still tickets available starting from, 20 pounds just 20 quid to come and watch a hey, great fight card there's 15 fights on the card uh, K Musa has taken on Alex Enland as well which is a great fight at yeah. lightweight so Alex Enland was in the UFC K Musa is one of the rising stars in UK MMA uh, you've got uh, you've got Bubba Jenkins coming back over taking Diego Marlon on which is a Brazilian uh, fighter taking on an all-American wrestler you've got some stunning fights so come and join us it'd be awesome Awesome. Thank you very much for downloading the show. We'll be back next week. As always, if you do enjoy the show, um, rate and review us on iTunes. That makes a big difference. And tell all your mates about it with fight fans. And we love your questions as well. OC at ultimatecouchfans.com. Us. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.